brain Welcome into his frequency Enter at your own risk Come be at peace with me Ask the Paul Where we rise and don't fall Welcome back to another episode of Baxter's Buzz. I am your host, Baxter E. Hall. Welcome to my brain. Welcome to my frequency. Enter at your own risk. Now, today, um, in the theme of Black history, paying homage to um, Black history contributors, um, I have a special guest with me. He is um, a regional claim manager with AAA. He's also um, vice president of NIA, which is the National African-Americans and Insurance Association for the Michigan chapter and heads up our um, youth engagement uh, programs. A good friend, a wise mentor, and uh, just an overall good dude, uh, Jason Allen. Welcome to Baxter's Buzz, my friend. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm, I'm happy to be here. Max, you always give some of the best introductions, you know, and I mean, you are also many of those things, as you mentioned as well. So I definitely do appreciate it. I definitely do appreciate the platform as well. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's, uh, you know, first of, of many times, but today we, yeah. we're here for a specific mission. Um, and we we, we um, want to pay homage to um, a contributor. So, um, and I've been letting my guests, you know, decide who, we, who we're who we gonna talk about. And today I'm super excited to learn uh, more about the person you wanna highlight. So who do we have today, sir? So so today we have uh, Dialis Allen Jr. So that is, my, that is my father. And when you had brought to me the idea of communicating about a inspirational uh, African-American hero, no more could I look than inside my own household, you know, at my father in regards to a variety of things that he has done um, in various sectors, you know, whether it be business, whether it be school, whether it's uh, with sports, whether it's with family, whether it's with church. It just seems like every time I look at certain things, it's just like, wow, what what hasn't my, my, my father um, has done? And so to me, I think that Many times we, we tend to um, look at the look at the fruit of someone's labor or look at the fruit of a of a tree and to basically see what what value they have brought to the world. And I mean, when you look at his fruits, I mean, especially when I talk about my siblings, it's just like, wow, you know, everybody has has excelled um, in regards to uh, higher education. He's also was the first one to kind of set that trend in regards to striving for higher education as a MBA graduate from University of Michigan. I think he was he was there before it was called Ross. So I know I know everybody called the Ross School of Business, but he was there before that. And then even prior to that, with him going to um, Phillips Academy uh, in Andover, uh, Massachusetts, it was also an extreme sacrifice of him, of his family, to give his family some additional uh, reprieve where they wouldn't have to worry about him, where they wouldn't have to feed him, they wouldn't have to clothe him and certain things like that. Um, just he, he, He's just been a very, very, very um, excellent man in, in many folks' lives. So when you were, when you, when we were 
you know, in the discussions, I saw the, the information about Lewis College of Business, and I actually just saw him on the news recently talking about, you know, Lewis College of Business and the mentorship and the and the vigor, how they would take a student from point A and move them to point B and make them a true, you know, giver of society. It was like, wow, who else? Well, should I talk to other than pops? You know, right. so, so so I definitely do appreciate that, Baxter. No, so so talk about um, you know, some of his contributions, and I know we we went back and forth a little bit via text, but talk about mm-hmm. some of the things that um, besides him being your pops, right? But talk about his impact on the community and some of the things he's done, whether it's been, you know, teaching, mentoring. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you jump in there and talk a little bit about some of that. Yeah, no problem. So so one of the things that that we have seen him do is to teach students. And I mean, teaching students from every realm of um, of life, you know, grabbing them from point A and moving them point B. So I remember he would um, he would, you know, when we were in high school, he would work his regular job and then he'll also teach so always being very industrious you know in regards to one making sure that he's a provider for the for the family and then also two making sure that he gives to his community as well where did so, he teach he teached at detroit college of business lewis college of business um uh everest institute and then also, uh, well, he was the dean at, at, at Lewis College of Business as well as teach, and I believe also at, at Everest. And now he's a full-time professor at uh, Wayne County Community College, teaching business uh, school business classes. So, in doing some research, you know, a lot of times we don't Google the names of individuals we know or that we love or we care about. And I was able to Google, you know, my my dad's name, and basically rate my professor came up and the interesting part about rate my professor it was just like excellent and great and i mean we saw no you know no subpar ranking at at all and they talked about his methods of communicating and basically being very clear in regards to the communication um setting the appropriate expectations just every aspect as it pertained to teaching someone what to learn and how to learn these very interesting and intricate concepts of business and basically grow to allow to pr- project your career to the to the next uh to the next level so that that was really impressive to me i'm like you know sometimes we just take individuals just for granted like ah oh man you know he would he'll do this he'll do that whatever and i also remember you know to to that point even i think before he was a professor um all of the family friends because he would always have the computers and you know commodore 64 big 20s i think that uh is a little bit before your time baxter (laughs) but but we always had the apple 2e you know things like that and kids would come over and they would you know do their reports and he would help them with their reports and he'll help them with you know a variety of things um as it pertained to the educational you know what I'm saying endeavors and and those are some of the things man that that I truly do um that you truly do value that you don't really see you know to this day it seems like everything is so segmented and everybody always has their own well I have my own this I have my own that and so on and so forth but when 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 it was 
we may have had, you know, some things and maybe not necessarily other things. It was a communal environment where everyone could come and share in yeah. what we had, you know, and I thought yeah. that that was just so I thought that was wonderful. And especially, you know, in this in this time of communication it allows me to sit back and reflect on many of those things as well. So in, in the introduction, you know, um, you know, I mentioned you as sort of the, the the person that heads up the youth engagement with uh, with the Naya chapter. Is that did you get that from your pops, like just wanting to be involved in the community? You know what? And I, and I probably have. And I mean, especially when I look at also my little brother, his namesake, Dallas Allen, the third. He is truly in his in the community. I mean, he basically is following his footsteps in regards to, you know, education. Um, and um, but I mean, even some of the like, like, like to me, Baxter, I think some of the most simplest things are the things that make a community a community and, and sharing and sharing, right? So you know, like I said about the computer, but even 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 the simple things of, you know, the kids are in the backyard playing. And this is when the kids would play, you know, outside with each other versus, you know, only play on these headsets, right. Fortnite and so on and so forth. But, you know, kids would always come over and we would always have friends from the neighborhood, things like that. And he would always make sure that the kids had, you know, something to eat, you know, something to eat, something to drink, something to to play with. And I think it's these unsung moments that actually come sometimes get overlooked. And 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 unless it is, you know, an individual that may, you know, mount to a you know, a, a King or Malcolm X or this, that, and other, these unsung people don't always get, you know, talked about. And, it, right. and again, I'm saying unsung, but the reality is, is like everyone needs to have that local hero to say, hey, look, this is my guy. This is my, this is the person that no matter what happens is going to have my back. So I, I think that we all, um, with any sort of amount of a level of success can go back to one or two people, right. That, that we can sort of um, point to and say, this person helped me along. This person sort mm -hmm. of encouraged me, set the blueprint. Mm -hmm. We don't always have the benefit of it being someone in our house. And it sounds like your dad was that, was that for you, but also for a lot of other people in the community. Yeah. Um, talk about community and, um, how important it is. So my wife, my wife, uh, she was talking to me yesterday about the kids were going to, you know, just getting back out, doing some sports and everything. And, mm -hmm. and she was trying to tell her, her mom, my mother-in-law, Baxter isn't necessarily interested in the kids being these world-class athletes, although that would be mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. She's, mm -hmm. And it was funny to hear her say it. She said, Baxter believes in, um, team sports helps build character you know i feel like the the fights the the fun times the stuff that that we did in you know in the township in real township at the park you know um whether it's organized or unorganized ball just being able to sort of have that community be able to compete and then sort of um show love afterwards right um and have that that level of respect for people i really felt like it was some of my biggest co contributors of like building my character. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like talk mm -hmm. about the community and sort of 
how it doesn't always feel like we, we're, mm-hmm. we're witnessing that same thing these days. Right, right, right. So so I'll touch on a, a, a couple of points in regards to that. So while my father was at Lewis College of Business, him and, a, and another individual, uh, or it probably was several individuals, but I do remember Dr. Clarence Green, they set up a SCORE. So SCORE was like the small business SBA loan consultant piece and things like that. So not only, you know, I mean, I guess this is another feather in his cap that he was basically helping small business go from point A to point B with small business planning, small business development, a variety of these things, and basically leveraging the the information that he received with that U of M MBA and also to um, 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 all the other, you know, educational endeavors, and basically is bringing that back to our community, you know, right here on Six Mile of Myers, and basically getting folks to the point where, you know, they're able to, you know, request for a, a small business loan and, and things like that. So I think that that was, you know, a key. And I think that to your point as well, about community, um, you know, my father was really big in sports, you know, uh, and when we grew up in Ann Arbor, so they were going to school, well, my, him, him and my mom were going to school at the University of Michigan, and we were there, and in Ann Arbor, the big thing was soccer, so basically, we would, we would play soccer, you know, there, and my father had exposure, you know, Detroit would now kind of get in line with soccer, but when he went out to high school and over, he, you know, was familiar with, with soccer and learned some tools and things like that and taught me how to play. And I actually was a really good, you know, soccer player, um, made the premier team as a kid and things like that. And then oh. we moved to D then we moved to Detroit. Another thing, and he was always at the games and so on and so forth as well. And I think that that's key, especially for, you know, young children. Another thing is that um, in regards to team sports, individual sports and competition, when we came to Detroit, soccer was, was, was dead and gone. Soccer hadn't evolved to Detroit yet. Yeah. So we had a cousin that had a karate studio. So my father was mm. like, look, when we, we moved from Ann Arbor to Highland Park, you know, <laughs> G Street, you know, <laughs> so, 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 you know, that is uh, not only a cultural difference, but a uh, very, you know, very different environmental, similar to the sure. township. You know what sure. I'm saying? And so um, when we came there, my father was like, look, we're getting to karate. So we all, <laughs> we all, we all went to karate. You know, it'd be my dad, my older brother, me, my younger brother, and even my, my younger sister. So, and, 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 I, and I leveraged that piece right there to just basically stay like right now I'm coaching my son's basketball team. Right. And so to me, I think that that was one of the things to keep us involved, keep us engaged is by making sure that he was a part of those aspects and those things so that we can also remain engaged. And every time we had a tournament, you know, he'd be right there cheering on the sideline, telling you what to do, giving you advice, so on and so forth. Um, And even though, you know, when I'm not necessarily the coach, I'm not necessarily that parent, you know, this telling my son, hey, do this, do this, do this, do this. He was always that dad. <laughs> hey, I don't care what the coach says. You need to do this, do this. <laughs> and it's just like, wow. You know, many times he was he was he was correct in that respect. But, um, you know, I think my dad, he's a, he's approaching 70. 
one of the few things that I definitely do did enjoy is, you know, and again, back to that community piece in Highland Park, where we were able to, you know, play basketball with the other guys in the neighborhood. Yeah. We'll pull out the rim, put it in the middle of the street. And it's just like, hey, we just we, we're going, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, I may have been like 14, 15, and, and we're just consistently winning games over and over again. And those are some of the most, you know, for me, important memories. And also as well, you know, those guys that we were playing with 20, 22, 23, 24, they see how this man is, 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 is engaging with his sons as well. So it's not like something that's, you know, foreign, this hey look this is what you do with your kids you know yeah. we're gonna barbecue we're gonna play basketball right. we're gonna engage we're gonna have a really good time you know yeah. and to me these are the unsung heroes you know in the in in the community sure so. sure so so th- this is what i'm hearing um mm-hmm. and and which is amazing right because he was he has always sort of wanted knowledge, attained it, you know, formally and informally, but then also sort of walked the talk, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. whether it was involvement in your lives, you, you know, uh, your siblings' lives, but then also the community. But then, because there's two different aspects, and I'll just say this as we as we get ready to wrap, everybody won't be as dynamic as your pop. Mm-hmm. Let's just, mm-hmm. you know, let, mm-hmm. and but we all can contribute. So whether it's first of all taking care of home, being involved in in your in your uh, family's lives, your your uh, community's lives, and also sort of passing that al- along. Sometimes it's with formal knowledge, you know, him being able to bring that business savviness and say, "Hey, here's how you prepare. Here's how you get your business from point A to point B." I think yep. is amazing. But I think I just think the presence of black males in the community will always be necessary and always be so important because it just isn't um, as prevalent as it mm-hmm. should be. So to see to see a man, a black man caring about his family and showing that not and doesn't matter who around, mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. being that person, mm-hmm. I think probably modeled and set the example for people that you probably haven't talked to in years that carried a lot of that with them yeah yeah i think i think that you're totally right with that baxter and also as well i think that at this point in time we have the ability to shape the narrative the way that we want to shape the narrative right so in the past the media companies have always pursued whatever narrative they wanted to to pursue and to me when i go pick up my son from school Man, I see, I see probably about 60, 70% black men. You know what I'm saying? Picking up their kids from school, one, sacrificing the type of jobs and the e- e- economics to make sure that you have the ability to pick your kid up from school and so on and so forth. I mean, the same thing with, with, with many of the basketball teams and things like that. There's truly a very strong level of engagement. And I think that among black men and, and their children, And I do think that we definitely need to make sure that we push the narrative, put it out there, you know what I'm saying, a lot more. 
You, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so I think that I think that that's what I like to see, man. I mean, you go to my timeline. That's what you go see. A bunch of kids stuff, even though my son is 10 now and my other one is 20 and they do not like me taking pictures of them, putting them on. <laughs> but, <laughs> are you putting this on the Internet, daddy? Like. Come on, man. Let yeah. me let me have my shine sometimes. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you got to love on them, man. And, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and, and they'll appreciate it, you know, sooner or later. So sooner um, or later. I, so so shout out and salute to uh, Dialis Allen. Dialis Allen Jr. Dialis Allen Jr. Yeah. Um, yes, salute sir. to all of the folks that are making an impact that maybe we just haven't heard of, but have been so instrumental in so many people's lives. Continue to learn about these uh, history makers and, and the, the foundation that they're setting for the likes of Jason, for the likes of, of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I encourage everybody who's watching this to do your own research and to not discount the, the um, impressions that the people in your community have, have maybe made to you. And, and if they're still around, go back and thank them, mm-hmm, go back and mm-hmm. thank them. And you can mm-hmm. also thank them by, by following in their footsteps and giving back yourself. Right. You're exactly right about that Baxter. Yeah. You're yeah. exactly right about that. <laughs> On behalf of Jason, um, I am Baxter E. Please, please, please continue to do your uh, research. Remember that black history is American history. And uh, this has been a good one, man. Thank you. Till, I until appreciate next time. it. Yes, yeah. sir. Thank you, Baxter. Take care. All right. Welcome into his brain. Welcome into his frequency. Into at your own risk. Come be at peace with me. Ask the Paul. Where we rise and don't fall.